1: Welcome to the Pride of Detroit podcast. We have a very, very, very special episode for you this week. My name is Jeremy Reisman. I am the editor-in-chief of Pride of Detroit. Uh, always get that wrong. With me is Chris Perfett and Ryan Matthews. How are you guys doing today? That's That's irrelevant. Yeah, we're doing well. All yeah. right. Well, yeah, right let's just get, get to it. We have a very, very <laughs> special guest. He is a 10-year NFL veteran. He is entering his 11th year as an NFL coach, his first as the Detroit Lions, running backs coach and assistant head coach. Deuce Staley is with us. Deuce, how you
2: doing, man? Hey, what's going on, it's the amigos?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: that's okay. that's apparently the new the new name for the podcast three amigos we'll play the and music and everything
2: with you. i am not a special guest you guys are the special
1: oh come oh, on listen You're not guests. Blattery. you guys
2: are the special people
1: flattery gets you everywhere deuce <laughs>
2: yeah man
1: well uh before we get into a bunch of fan questions because you've graciously agreed to answer all of our live audiences questions uh you and i have some unfinished business uh, i would oh, say no. um oh no you, uh, if you missed it, uh, the, your first press conference in Detroit, you, you kind of brought things to a halt at the end, called me out, said, Hey, where's the dude with the mustache? Whoa. Do you have any questions? Maybe that's the wrong word, okay. but you, you caught me like a deer in the headlights. I didn't have a question for you. I've had a month to think about it. Are you ready? I finally have a question.
2: Well, you're already telling me that this is unfair. You had a month <laughs> to come up <laughs> with your questions. You didn't even tell me we were doing this, and I didn't have a chance to do mine. It's okay.
1: It's okay. This this All is right. gonna be this is gonna be a tough question, but but I just trust remember, you. I take notes and I'm writing it down. Okay, here we go. You ready? Ready. So during your playing career, you played under Andy Reid, correct? Correct. Who has a buttered mustache? Me or him?
2: You or Andy. Now, let me just let me say this. Okay. Okay. Don't hurt my feelings. I will not. Andy (laughs) was a little bit older. Yeah. So when Andy came to the Eagles, it had sprinkles. There's a little bit of red, a little bit of gray, a little bit of, you know, all right, a little bit of black in there. You, on the other hand, you just got a Michelin tire up there, buddy. I mean, (laughs) all you know, so I'm going to lean towards you. Okay. All right. You're strong. Okay. That Appreciate mustache
3: has made us a lot of money on streams before too. <laughs> it's, it's uh, unbelievable what it's done.
2: You guys, you, you guys got something going on. So, you know, you got the gold tee. Okay. You got the mustache. Then you got the gold tee with no mustache. I'm pretty sure you guys meet about this.
1: <laughs> Versatile. Versatile is what we are. Uh, I've right, had this forever. <laughs> let's get into some serious questions here. Too. Thanks yeah. for indulging that. Uh, Ryan, why don't you kick things off?
4: Yeah, for sure. Uh, again, Deuce, thanks for being on the podcast. Um, from from a while back, it was when uh, former running back Maurice Jones drew. He was kind of cutting his teeth with NFL Network. And it was some pre-draft coverage. And they asked him, you know, what are your top three traits of a running back? And he said uh, contact balance was one. Uh, short area quickness when uh, defenders get in the backfield. How how can a running back respond? And then what are you doing without the ball? Now, uh, we know that you already mentioned how important it is to have a uh, a, a pass blocking ability for your running backs. What are your three top traits for a running back?
2: Yeah, well, I'll start by saying this. One of the most important things for me is making sure I have a knee bender versus a waist bender. When you bend at the waist, your head goes down. So if you're making contact, you can't see what you're hitting. The special ones, bend at the knee. And when you're able to to bend at the knee, you're able to see what you're hitting, of course, and you're able to burst from there and make people miss. You guys may be a little young, but I'm pretty sure this name will kind of ring a bell. The one that's probably the best knee bend of all time is Barry. Mm -hmm. So when you go back and watch some of the film, I'm throwing a name out (laughs) there. When you go back and watch the film, study it, and you will see he's so explosive, from the knee bend, and that's what you want. Mm. That's that's one. Okay. Two. Uh, C O D. All right, change of direction, and you can kind of throw that into the short area of quickness mm-hmm. you can kind of into. Uh, but being able to go from zero to sixty in a small little box. Once again, yeah. You know, I keep saying, baby, hey, you know. Yeah. He's gonna, gonna check
4: understand. a lot of these boxes. I'm assuming.
2: <laughs> without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> and um. When you talk about character, when you talk about character of the running back, character of the true running back is what you do without the ball. So Mm -hmm. if you're running a route, that takes character to finish. If you're blocking, it takes character to finish. It tells me a lot about that person when they don't have the ball.
1: Love those answers. Love those answers.
3: Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, uh coach, uh again, thanks for joining us on the POD cast. Uh I, one of the things I've been just kind of amazed with or, or really admire about this coaching staff right now that's been put together is it's I, I don't know how I I feel like it's different in that nearly everyone has played at some at some point in the NFL. There's there's a lot of guys who I mean, I even remember seeing them play in like the 2000s with Aaron Glenn. And uh, someone just shared me a, a video of Dan Campbell doing a cutting a promo for uh, Cowboys season tickets. And you yourself obviously played. And I know one of our readers, uh, Jay Jones, 164, wants to ask you to this is like, you know, since you did play at the NFL as a running back, how was how your mindset different between, you know, when you were running the days, when you were playing as a running back to now you're, you're a running back coach, you're on the sideline, you know, how, how, what, what is like, what, what's different mentally for you there?
2: Well, the approach to the game is no different for me. And I'm just going to be honest with you guys. My leg still shakes to this day. (laughs) Like it's game day. I live vicariously through my players. And when they're out there running, blocking or catching or making a defender miss, you might see me on the sideline. Don't think I'm crazy, but you might see me on the sideline doing like shaking. And I'm, when it comes back to the sideline, the runner, you might I'm like, damn, I, I made the move for you. You couldn't make the move? So <laughs> I'm a, I got my whole little video game going on. But, you
3: want to um, talk with them telepathically. You want to kind
2: of control them like, like it's I'm tech mobile. mobile. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, the mentality itself never changes. Mm -hmm. Um, I approached the game a certain way when I was a player. I wanted to be prepared. Uh, That's the number one thing. And uh, everything else will pretty much take care of itself. Uh, And that's one of the things uh, I harp or will harp with the guys I have in the room. Uh, Zero in on preparation. You must zero in on preparation, not competition. So... Um, I don't think a lot has changed. Fair enough.
1: Uh, we got a question from Twitter, from AP804. Um, we talked a lot about uh, DeAndre Swift in your intro press conference, but we haven't talked much about on Johnson. So he was wondering, what are your thoughts on on Johnson? Uh, we know you, you talked a lot about pass blocking. That was something he was really good at last year. And do you see him as potentially being a, a second string guy behind DeAndre Swift?
2: What a what a complete bat. I mean, on does it all, man. I mean, you turn the film on, he's up there blocking. And when I say blocking, he's really trying to finish the guy. No, you see how aggressive he is. Then you turn the film on, he's running a route. Then you turn the film on, he's breaking tackles. I mean, since Carriana's been in this league, man, he's been a very productive back. He's good. Yeah, for
3: (laughs) sure. Yeah. Uh, since we're on that topic, I'm seeing we're getting a lot of questions here from our from the people who are watching us live on Twitch and YouTube as well about DeAndre Swift. Um, just, you know, uh, let me just try to pick one out here because they're coming in fast. So I know Joshua Mercer, seven. What does Deuce think about DeAndre Swift? Does he think Swift has intangibles and trades to be a top five running back in the league? Obviously, the answer there is
2: yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. And I can take it from there if you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, no. This is yeah. this is your show.
3: I'm just I'm just a clown.
2: DeAndre Swift. I mean, it goes back once again. Saw him in high school. Uh, we all seen him at Georgia and what he brought to the table. Uh, just the complete back. Um, he's able to do it all. First down, second down, third down. He's a guy you want to keep on the field. He brings problems to a defense, um, and his skill set is good. So I can't wait to work with him. And hopefully uh, I can take it to a whole nother level. That's my goal. You um, it just, it's its effortless. You know, I turned the film on, I was watching some of the plays the other day. Uh, just, you know, you can see how linebackers just back off him uh, when he arc released from the backfield to get his shoulder square and run a route. You can see like linebackers are not so quick to come downhill and put their hands on him because he can make them miss. So those are some of the things, like when I go to build a cut-up, I will show him how he's viewed or how linebackers see him in this league, which is very important. So um, that part of it. And, you know, today there's a bunch of great runners out there. um, And you can just, you know, go any team and you can pick one. But the full package, being able to block, and he can block being able to run routes and catch the ball. And he can do that too. When you have the full package, your offense becomes dangerous.
4: Yeah, absolutely. With, with all those abilities, without a doubt. Um, from from YouTube, we have Connor Morse who has a question. He says, Deuce, uh, what differences do you see in the run game today versus when you played? And uh, how do you see the running back position kind of adapting over time and how can it be better served in Detroit this year than in years past, you think?
2: Yeah, the run game today versus when I play, um, you don't really see as many fullbacks. Mm -hmm. So the spread part of it um, is definitely alive today. And and I say that now, you do have teams that take the third tight end and he plays that fullback role. Um, But true fullbacks, you know, and every time I think of a fullback, and I might be a little too old when I say this, so if you guys don't remember this cartoon, don't worry about it. Do you remember He Man? Oh, of course, sure, of course, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. The, We're name not that old. the little guy had oh, the yeah. short neck with the big muscles? Was that Ram Man? Ooh. Now you're getting deep. I don't know. Was I'll take your word for it. See, was he a villain in there? I, I don't remember him as it one of Ram the Ram Man or Juggernaut or something like that. But every time <laughs> I see them, that's who Jugger- you know. They remind me of the fullback. So when you remember those big, swole guys. Those are the guys that were coming downhill on linebackers, coming downhill on safeties, maybe cutting a deal of and maybe, just maybe, they caught 15 balls a year in the flat. Well, mm-hmm. so now here comes the hybrid tight end. Here comes the tight end. You got three tight ends. You got 13 personnel out there. Here comes the tight end that can motion in the backfield who can do exactly what the fullback did, but this time he may slip the backer, and run a corner. This time he may slip the backer and run a drag.
4: Yeah. So now know, there's that like, versatility.
2: Yeah, that's what happened.
4: Yeah. And so guys we, are
2: quicker and faster and stronger now. I mean, I know that I, I'm just a couple years removed, but it's funny you turn the tape on, man. These guys are flying. I'm talking about defensive ends, tight ends, linebackers, bigger guys. They're flying. Yeah.
4: You got you got big guys like Derrick Henry who looks like a fullback but
1: runs like a the, the wind. Yes.
2: Yes. But Chad, Chad by is the way, calling Chad, us
1: out. Yeah. Yeah. Chad, yeah no, Chad does confirm it is Ram Man. So you're, you're right Ram on there. Man.
2: <laughs> um, we yeah, had a we'll bunch of questions. Ram Man before we leave. We got to pull up a picture, man. So we'll, show everybody.
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll show it. We'll, we'll show do it on after. Yeah, yeah. Um, We We had a bunch of questions about your experience in Detroit so far. So have you had any fan interactions? Do you have a favorite restaurant? How's your time in Detroit been so far?
2: It's been awesome. My time. It's been awesome. Just being able to. Just travel around and look and just see where I'm going to live, of course. Uh, as far as the uh, fans interaction, I got a mask on. So they don't know who Boots is. You know? <laughs> so, and my mask is up here and you, know, you can barely see my eyes. So um, and that's OK. I, listen, guys, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not about all that. If I see if someone do recognize me, of course, I'm going to talk to them. Uh, I love talking to fans and interacting with fans. That's the number one thing uh, for me. Uh, but as far as restaurants, so here's the deal. So there's a couple people that's in the building. Um, the couple, you know, they got a sheet full of restaurants. I'm going to take my time and I'm going to go down, you know, and I'm going to pick a few out and I'm going to grade them. And I, I've always liked doing this. I like grading the restaurant list that that person gives me. And and just guess what, guys? It may not be true, but when you hand the list back, give them a couple Fs. Cause he like, oh
3: my Can we give you a little homework then? Cause there yeah. is a wing place. I know all of us like here at pride of Detroit and oh, I, yeah. I live in Los Angeles now, so I haven't been there in forever. But if you, if you want, probably, I think what Ryan and Jeremy will say is the best wings in Detroit. You go to Sweetwater. I think it's just down the road from Ford field, but uh, yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll have to report back with your grade on that for us. So
2: I'm going to give you a little homework. For okay. Me. I'm a pescatarian.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, mm.
2: fair enough. So I'll have to find you, you some good fish, fish then. Okay.
3: Oh, you know what? Seafood, then? I'm all in. Fish Let bones. me tell you then. People love fish I, bones. I, I grew up in Toledo, Ohio. If you go down the road to Toledo, about like, you know, 45 minute drive from downtown, downtown, there's a great sushi spot there. Kengo, the guy is fantastic. It's as good as sushi you will have out in like Los Angeles or out in California or even Japan. Yeah, I'm going to drive
2: 45 minutes. <laughs> All right, I'm going to hold I mean, you to that, okay? <laughs> I might I, give you a little sheet back with an F on Yeah, it, yeah. Right? You, you, can come, you can come
3: back. You can come over here and hand me that Nasty that Rackley if I let you down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, I want to get this question from Matthew Bosco in our YouTube chat. Going back to the uh, staff again, what was it about Dan Campbell? I mean... Fans, I, I've seen such so such a reaction from fans who love his positive energies, but what was it about Campbell and what was it about the staff that really drove you to to join everyone in Detroit and, and be part yeah, of this new Lions it starts regime? With
2: Dan. It starts with Dan. And if you know Dan, Dan is about family. He's about building that family. So when you talk about bringing a bunch of guys together for the ultimate goal, everybody has to be on the same page. And Dan, of course, handpicked every coach. But I promise every coach in the building right now is about love and is about family. So, of course, you guys on the outside looking in, you see a bunch of players, ex-players that are coaches. So I want you, who I'm talking to here now, and the people that's listening, I challenge you to, you know, the player of what he did. Now get to learn the coach because you're going to really love the coach. So that's what Dan is about. And I remember getting a phone call from Aaron Glenn. And I was, I was in my office back in Philadelphia. And I remember Aaron, he had texted me earlier that morning. And um, <clears throat> he, he said, give me a call. So I was doing something. And um, I forgot what I was doing. And, you know, of course, it split my mind. And then he called. And he was like, hey, man, what's going on? You know, I want to I talk with you. And we had a conversation. And it was a good conversation. And it felt good. It felt right. And here comes Dan. If you know, him, you guys know, Dan, I'm going to tell you now, he's, uh, he's pretty good at texting because I got like six or seven texts back to back, to back. Are you going to call me? And I'm okay. I'm trying to talk like, Oh man, are you going to call me? Are you going to call me? Yeah. And I, and I could like just feel the voice through the phone. I'm like, I couldn't even text back. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to call you. Give me a second. You know? So we were able to get on the same page, man. And, uh, it's a lot of juice. It's a lot of energy in this building. And I want to tip my hat off uh, to Sheila, Sheila Hamm. And for her to say, okay, Dan, go get who you need to get for this organization to be successful. You don't get that a lot, guys. There, there are not a lot of owners that do that. So that tells you right there what type of owner we have. And I'm um, real grateful to have her.
1: Great answer. I got two quick ones for you, Deuce, and then we'll let you go here. First one we've gotten from a, a bunch of people, again, in our chat. I'm sorry if I'm not calling out the exact person who asked this one, but what are your thoughts on the on the draft class in terms of running backs?
2: I think it's a good one. I think it's a good one. And when you look at the draft class and how I see it, you know, you always have different tiers. So you have your first tier, your second tier, and your third tier. And then after that, you have guys that potentially could be, you know, free agents or whatever. Um. I'm all, I look at every running back. I don't care where they're ranked. I don't care who has them high, who has them low. Uh, I write up every running back to try to, you know, put them in my tiers. And I think that it's a lot of talent out there. There's a lot of guys out there that can can catch out of the backfield. You know, when you usually – you get these running backs and you think, oh, man, this guy's uh, 6'1", 235, or this guy's this, that, another. I don't know if he's going to be able to run routes. Well, just go down to Alabama and look at that kid. He's 6'3", six, 6'2 six, half, 6'3", 230. <laughs> You've seen him in the slot. You've seen him at number one. You've seen him run stop routes. You've seen him run slants. I'm like, man, these kids are super talented. So it was a bunch of those in the draft.
1: Then to finish things off real quick, um, we, we need to talk about the assistant head coach label you got. Um, what did it mean to you that, that Dan gave that to you, a, a label obviously he had, and what do you expect that to add to your your duties on a, on a daily basis, whether it's the offseason or, or game day?
2: It means a lot. It means a lot that Dan see me as that. That's first and foremost. Giving me that opportunity to come here and to get the title. And the first thing I remember talking to Dan about was, hey, he said, Don't think that's just a title. You're going to get some responsibility that comes along with that. And I promise you guys, he's been walking around knocking on my door, and he's been landing on my desk, and I've been super (laughs) happy about it. And it's a lot that comes with it. And just being able to, the title itself is getting you prepared. You know, you're following the footsteps of the head coach. You're learning from the head coach. He comes around the corner, he knocks on my door, he asks me for advice. He comes around the corner, he knocks on my door and say, okay, come with me. He comes around the corner he says, all right, I want you in the defensive meeting. I want you in a special team meeting. I mean, that's, you can only dream of having that opportunity. And Dan has provided it for me and I'm grateful. Well, Dan, or Deuce, we're
1: grateful wow. for you for joining yeah, us. Oh, um,
2: before you guys get off, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just came up with something. Okay. All yeah. right. So we have you, mustache. <laughs> yes. Right. We have... We got to give you a name. We have you the super gold tee with a line in the middle.
3: I, I'm I'm apparently Italian here, so like it's the tracksuits the thing now. So, okay. all right.
2: And then Ryan, it is right. Yeah. Ryan, yeah, yours is just starting to come together a little bit. It ain't it ain't all the way together, but you know it's just starting to come together a little bit. It and is. And then guys, add me. I got the ball head. <laughs> All right, you're permanent fixture now. Got, yeah. got it. You got
1: to join us every we week. We got now. it all
3: covered. We got all the mail features <laughs> covered. Everything's <laughs> everything's up there except for like lumberjack beer, but we'll figure that out down the road. That's for like Kipsters exactly. or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, Deuce. Well, uh, good What's luck that? during the season. Thank I'll be seeing you guys soon. Uh, we thank you very much joining Deuce. us, and uh, we know you're going to kick some ass with the lines this year. Thank you. <laughs>